everybody. Welcome to episode 216 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I'm another host, Mr. Paul Robinson, and um, it's very exciting today. Yeah, we have a guest. Um, we went to a film festival, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw a film that... Uh, well, this was a peak skill, which we talked about. Yep, yep. And uh, we saw a film that we liked very much, um, and we invited the filmmaker on to chat about it because um, it was something that really stood out to us. So please introduce yourself and... And name your film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the name of the film is By Way of Water. Um, my name's Alexander Spencer Gould. Um, in the film, I just titled myself as Alexander Spencer, um, which has been like way too stressful for me to figure out what <laughs> filmmaking name I want yeah. to go by for no reason. Um, I have the same name as... The actor who voiced oh. Alexander Gould is his name. So I think he takes mm-hmm. it when it comes to the name. Yeah. Well, for, for now, now yeah. I guess. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't think I, I could. There's nothing I could do that would be Finding Nemo. So that, yeah. But yeah, I'm really happy to talk about the film. Yeah. So we, um, we were a bit late. A friend of ours had had a film in the fest and uh, we were a bit late and we walked in as your film was playing. So we didn't know how much of it we had missed. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought, mm. all right, we're on a, we're on a good, this is a good start. It's a good role. And um, we had talked to also the, 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 I guess the creators of the fest. And, uh, you know, we often on the show talk about audio, how important audio is, being able to actually hear what's going on. Um, we are oftentimes willing to yeah. forgive something being blown out or, you know, if we can actually hear the story and if the performances are um, believable. And and we got that in mm. in both your actors and in your story and, and just in the the entire, uh, just the, as a whole, the film it was like the epitome of a short film, like what it should be. You know, it, it, it got to the point, wasn't too long, it wasn't too short. It was just this, just the right amount of time to kind of I don't know. I can't think of a word. It was just like I found myself really like invested in the characters, you know, and and made me wonder, like, wait, how did they get to this point? Because then I reached out to you and you sent us the film and we walked in like yeah. the tail end of the ferry. So we didn't right. see what had happened before yeah, that. Um, and it, it definitely, you know, it's it definitely left me wondering, like, where else does this go? How did these how did these two people meet? What were their pasts like? Yeah. You know, uh, and and so kudos to that because we're very transparent. A lot of times, films at best are sometimes completely horrible, and you know, it, it, and it's like you have to find yeah. it's so hard to find people that really take everything seriously, and that it's not just like, well, I just made a short film. It's like, okay, so is is this your first film or? Yeah, this is the first film I wrote and directed. Um... About two months before we shot this, I produced my first short film for a mm-hmm. friend of mine. So, but it's it's actually still not completed. So I still I very much can consider this my first film in every respect. Well, good job, oh, that's impressive <laughs> as a filmmaker. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and to her Thank point, you. it's yeah. it's nice to see. Um, you know, people approach filmmaking as as the art that it is. You know, and it's not to be pretentious or anything, but. You know, and you can make a, a, a silly comedy or just a, a fun sci-fi film. I love those. Um, but I think any film that you make is going to be rooted in, in, in uh, you know, a drama or, or characters that you can relate to or, or whatever the, the situation calls for. And um, I really appreciate seeing a drama that can keep your attention right because it's it's, it's a really tough balance with a short film because you have to be invested but you don't have a lot of time yeah. to to get you to to invest you know yeah to really feel for the characters yeah it's um short films are you know they're looked upon as kind of like a lesser form of filmmaking but i mean if you can press time especially as a writer and trying to tell a story and show you completed characters in a, you know, some Mm -hmm. form of narrative. That's much harder than having 90 minutes. I mean, you know, you can fill time, which is, I think, easier. And I mean, it could be worse because you're, you know, if you only have really like 40 minutes, but your your runtime is 90. But to really compress something and try to make it compelling is a very difficult task uh, because you can never put in more. More is more money, more is too long for, to be mm-hmm. a short, too short to be a, a you know a feature, and you 
it's it's very difficult. It's a very difficult form of of storytelling. I think it's a, one sure. of the one thing that always gets me when people say is like, just make it a feature. Like you're already there. You just have to keep going a little bit more. I'm like, you don't understand cost wise. It's not like, oh, well, it's just a 25% increase if we keep going. It's like somehow it almost doubles yeah. the cost of what the first 10 or 15 minutes of this film cost you. Um, and, you know, it, it's it's so it's so weird how that how that works. It's not we we our biggest issue is finding uh, sound people. You know, it, you find a sound person, rates mm. are so high. It's oftentimes when we ca we calculate things out, it's like 70% of our cost is going to be sound because luckily he's usually the, the director as well as the DP and he edits everything. So we're able to save in that way. But it's really difficult to, you know, to yeah. give everybody what they're worth and uh, uh, and be fair about that. So, I mean... Um, how did how did you come to meet everybody from your cast and crew, or did you know them already? Yeah, um, I knew sh some of them already. Um, I could run down the list. The actors we mm -hmm. found on on backstage. Um, the DP was introduced to me through a friend. His name is Cody Ball, um, and he's tremendously talented and and very far along in his career. But he he does mm -hmm. a lot of documentary work, and for the narrative. We were telling that was it. That was really interesting to me, and and his work is very always very beautiful, and he's a very good storyteller. So bringing him into the narrative um, form, I think it just translated really well for the story that we were looking to tell. Um, but most people were introduced to me or brought along the way. Um, yeah, yeah. I really only knew one hmm. one person before we started, hmm. actually. Our, our sound how guy, long did it take Joe. you to, yeah. to film okay we did three oh, days that's impressive yeah we did a, a three-day shoot um and a lot of how how we planned it was because i i didn't have so much experience i modeled everything off of the short we just did like mm. scheduling and rates and everything like that's just i had one one film right, right, right. <laughs> so so like everything was was very similar to the same and um and it was a very, you know, a really good learning experience like that. But meeting everyone was through introductions through somebody, Nick Candido, who's an associate producer on my film. I had produced the previous film with him and he knows a lot of people and he's um, works a lot in, in New York and has a, a big network. And he put me in touch with Lena Lansky, who produced it, um, Cody, the DP. And yeah, and then it kind of just nice. trickled. What was the, the process for you writing this? And where did the story come yeah, from? Yeah, um, this type of story, I uh, most of my favorite filmmakers kind of dabble in the social realism, kind of like um, Dardenne's, Sean Baker, um, Deborah Granick, that that kind of um, Kelly Riker, mm. kind of like real life. That so those are the films that I really I really watch, and I had this particular film came. From a moment that I had that actually that I wrote down probably when I was trying to go to sleep, and, <laughs> it's always that um, way. It it's always that way. It's very frustrating, and especially like in the process—not frustrating. I shouldn't say frustrating, but in the process of writing it, I mean, the my your my mind doesn't turn off. And um, but so I had one scene in particular that this story mm. developed from that actually didn't even make it. Into oh. <laughs> um, so I'm still. <laughs> I'm still holding on to it to to use it for something else. Um, but it's very, you know, those filmmakers that I named, like, are big references. And working with Cody, the DP, these are films that I, I sent to him and, and showed him photos of. And, and those were, like, Wendy and Lucy mm -hmm. by Kelly Reichard. Um, American Honey by Andrea Arnold um, was visually what we referenced a lot. Um, I think Robbie Ryan is the dp on that and he makes things very beautiful out of natural light and so does cody and and um and the florida project by sean baker where those are kind of all influences on the development of it um yeah i i'm not i don't consider myself a real writer um and i don't have a process of writing and i i have a hard time writing um where i i wrote this script in in probably a month but that's all i did for the month because I knew if I take a break, mm, yeah. I'm not going to finish it. 
and that's just how I have to write. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, it, it, you really got to, that, getting into that creative pocket, right? And really just kind of striking while the iron is hot there is, I know you write a lot that way and you just kind of yeah. like, you can sit and, you know, yeah, get a, get a bunch done. I just done. like, it's... it just it resonates with me. It's like, I don't really consider myself a writer. I'd say the same exact thing. I've been writing for 15 years. I've written, I don't know how many things and I'm still like, I don't know. Am I really a writer? <laughs> like, just like massive imposter syndrome. Like, I don't know. That yeah. just feels weird. But um, I would absolutely, I, I would absolutely consider uh, calling yourself a writer or at least being comfortable with potentially doing that because you definitely, you definitely have a way of, of telling a story. And, and the examples that you used are actually, um, I can see the connection there because there was something almost voyeuristic about the way that it was shot. Um, you know, you had like a, a lot of these shots where you're, the, the camera just sort of feels like it's behind a plant somewhere capturing this moment as opposed to just, you know, the, the narrative being intentionally, you know, about those characters that um, there were, had this, this feel of like, yeah. like I almost wasn't supposed to be listening to these conversations, you know, because they were sort of personal. So I can definitely see the, the, the connection in that that style thanks yeah no absolutely a, a big a big reference i i didn't mention um which is the documentary streetwise which is like i don't know if you've seen it um martin belt directed but it comes from a time magazine piece um where i forgot the other person's name but they go to it's like seattle in the 80s and they did documentary on these kids like 12 years old 11 years old who live on yes. the street of seattle and i did see that and, they, and it's it's it is prop one of yeah. the greatest things i think ever put on on film and um i would watch it when i was writing mm. when i was struggling and then i found myself literally just like taking things from it and putting it on a page and be like you can't like you just rewrote <laughs> that that to fit nice your movie try, and self. It. but it, it was really good to yeah, it was really good. To, that was a really big help. Um, just kind of staying in a world that I wanted to. But then it develops over time. You know, you, I set out for a very different thing. And then I think, ha you know, probably two weeks before I had a finished draft, I completely deleted everything and, and rewrote it that like, one of the characters was dead. And like, it was just like, it, I went yeah. really <laughs> off the walls, like three weeks in just like, this is not working. And I changed completely everything. And I wrote like, Wrote halfway and then I was like, I, yeah, yeah, fuck am I doing? Um, and I and I restarted it. And but yeah, it's thank you for the writing that it always freaks me out. Um, the camera work, yeah, it, um, playing in the like narrative documentary thing, um, I think it isn't until we found a lot in the edit. Um, Grace Danell, who was my editor, and we sat in on we did, she is in had a baby right when we started and she was in Colorado and it yeah. was a really fun process to work with her um, through that. And I was just like, all right, she had a baby during our process. Hopefully she likes this movie. She <laughs> <doesn't> remember it. <laughs> that's, that, that's what I, I, I kept thinking. Um, but um, the first half of the movie, when they're kind of going through their day before we get to the, the ferry, um, which is brief, but it is, you know, I think in time, it's really only like four minutes out of the film, but it is the the mm -hmm. building block of it. Um, we kept, we found in the edit that keeping the distance and just kind of allowing them to exist through it and not like hyper-focusing on anything or, or jumping the camera around. I think we just stayed in a wide two shot really until Ari's character leaves. That was the first time we saw any, any of them mm -hmm. up closer by themselves. Yeah, so it was really fun to explore that, trying to find that naturalism, which is what we were seeking, and the camera work really adds to it. And Cody, Cody operated and, and DP'd and everything. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you actually, how what was the process like being able to film on the ferry? Yeah, I was going to ask like the oh, okay. logistical nightmare. <laughs> yeah, like of how that, how to... was that? Did you have to deal with permits and? Oh or... uh, yeah, it was all a nightmare. Um, <laughs> well, at um, least you're honest. Ferry, so the ferry was on. It was all terrible. I'll get. I'll give you the whole the whole scoop. Day one was everything exterior. This is August twelfth in Brooklyn. It was ninety nine degrees. Oh we were on the street of Brooklyn. Um, like everyone, everyone did was in really good spirits. I think maybe they just hit it from me, <laughs> but I was trying very hard. I knew how terrible this was, 
and um, trying to just keep people happy. Because, I mean, we started in the morning. It was very hot. We're running around um, Sunset Park, Brooklyn. And that was day one. Day two was an overnight. And that's when we did the ferry. We shot the final scene in the car in Sunset Park. We that I also was so I loved that location where that car was. And I was like, didn't think the city was going to grant me permission to shoot there. And they finally did. And I was so excited. And we got there on the day. And the car was right next to like a raccoon feeder. So we were like, <laughs> our, our equipment was getting like attacked by raccoons. <laughs> They're doing this like highly dramatic scene in a car. It's 99 degrees. We're by the water, so it's humid. They're in a car that can't have AC. They're going through it emotionally. And everyone on the crew outside is just like half paying attention to these because there's like five raccoons staring at us and like trying to get at our bags and okay. shit. It was, so that was the start of day two. That was a good a good start. So that, the ferry here, I'll get to the ferry. The ferry, there is a permit. There's a lot of things in the air. It's not crazy expensive, um, but the process is, we were on the Staten Island mm-hmm. Ferry. One, if you're looking to shoot on a ferry, the Staten Island Ferry is a free ferry. You don't have to buy tickets. So that eliminates... I don't know if they would have made us had we not had we been on a different ferry because right. you buy the ticket they let you on there. We got on there I think at two thirty a.m. and we shot to six a.m. Oh geez. So yeah, no, it was wild. Um, so we get there, we show them the permit, and they insist that every time the ferry docks, we have to get off. So we have to take our pick up our equipment, uh... get off the ferry with everyone walk all the way around and re-enter the ferry. I think it was, each ride was 25 minutes. So every 25 minutes we had to get off, redock. They wouldn't hold our spot, even though, I mean, there weren't that many people, but I think only once somebody walked to where we were shooting and they sat down, we asked them to move. Um, (laughs) So we did that. We got off and back on every 25 minutes and continued shooting. The best place for us was that we found where we shot was actually at the end of the ferry at one of the ends of the ferry. So we were right by the motor when they were Mm -hmm. going in one direction. So for half the rides, we couldn't really shoot anyways, but we found that the last five minutes of the ferry, when they're docking, they idle the, they, they cut the motor and they just kind of idle into Mm -hmm. the, the dock. So we had five minutes of pretty much silence. And so we shot two versions of everything. Yeah. We shot two versions when we're going, when the motor's really loud and the, my sound guy is staring at me like, I don't think this is going <laughs> to be able to use this. And then we found that we had those five minutes. So we, we would shoot another take of the scene with the, the sound off. But, and Joe, who is a really good sound guy and a, a good, very good dude. Um, I think after that day, a few hours in, he kind of just shook his head at me and I was a little lost thinking like, oh, I'm pretty sure everything we're doing right now, it does like, it's not yeah. going to work. And then he went home that day, that night, or I, mean, I guess it was the day and he checked the audio and he was like, oh, it was much better than I thought it was. Because <laughs> that's the, the middle, that's the right. catalyst scene. But yeah, so there is a permit. I just went on a long tangent there. Uh, I think the question was about permits. Yeah, there's a permit. You get on a perm you get a permit through and they were really nice and the they don't tell you any details. So you don't know what ferry you're getting. You just uh, know these are the times it's gonna be there and you're just gonna go on. So when I went on the ferry for the first time, which I have <laughs> I'm really bad on the water and have motion sickness and you know fabulous all that stuff. <laughs> and I wrote this scene on the ferry without even like I was really nervous for the day. And I was like, all right, just go on it once before and see if it's okay. Right. And they're really good. I, I was completely fine, but we took a ferry. It, it was beautiful. Like I had a really nice interior that really fit the kind of the production design we were going for. And I got off the ferry and I was like, when is that one? Like that one we just took, when is that ride? And they're like, oh, we're like, we can't tell you any of that. We don't, we don't even know what it's going to be that day. So of course, when the day comes right. and that wasn't the ferry we got to use either. So everything shifted, but yeah, the process was interesting. I'll just say to shoot on the ferry by, by the time we were wrapping, you know, people in their suits, hopping on the ferry to go, to go to work 
and going to the office was was happening. Yeah, it was very a good experience. I heard. I guess. Don't write a scene on a ferry. Yeah, and that's basically. Well, no, what you can. Out. It's just you. You got like five minute <laughs> yeah, increments to film. Yeah, so don't write a scene on a ferry. Five minutes every half hour. To mental that, note. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because people. And that's tricky because you, you know, don't know. Again, you don't know. Yeah. Like, is this ferry louder than the one I'm actually getting? Maybe the sound is different, or you know, locations like that are so are so weird. And it's always at the back of my mind for some reason. I'll remember at the last minute when someone goes, "Yeah, you could totally film here," and I'm like, "Fantastic!" And then I'm like, "Wait a minute, what does their HVAC system sound like?" Mm-hmm. And then you hear what their HVAC sounds like, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Shit, this is so not going to work." Of course, they're going to let me film here because it's too loud and we're not going to be able to actually get any usable audio from that so i didn't at no point was i like i wish i could hear the scene better i mean it it, the the audio was really consistent i was going to ask about the audio because you know um something like that is you know you're dealing with water and wind and engines and stuff and it can be a real uh a real hassle to kind of wrangle all that stuff yeah we there's a lot of work and um we went through for sound mixing, we did um, a, a group called um, Mirror Tone Studios. I need to verify that that's what they're okay. called. But Jay Rothman, who did my mixing, um, did a wonderful job um, at kind of mm-hmm. blending the environment. And that was his biggest contribution because there, we, we can't escape it. And, and, and um, the outdoor scenes where we shot in Sunset Brooklyn, which was such a wonderful location because it just adds to the product, the, um, the design element of it because of the, the sandiness and the, the colors that are already exist, but it was a really industrial part of, of Brooklyn. So every few minutes, there's a massive truck coming down a cobble road. That's just making a ton of noise. I didn't, I mean, I, I wanted those things included in the film, erasing the environment for a story like this is not a benefit. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what, these characters contend mm-hmm. with, you know, that on, on a day-to-day life, that's what they have to deal with. Um, so I wanted, I wanted it there, but, and then the filmmaking aspect comes in and be like that, you can't have that, like that, you know, we got to find a solution. No. You want it there, um, but you want to be able but, to control it, you know, in the edit. Right. right. You're asking, to, right, to, to play yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, 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 but you have no, yeah. yeah. No, kudos to to both actors as well. I mean, everybody, because it's it's hot and uncomfortable for everybody. But to be working in close quarters like that in a car with no air conditioning, I I get it. Uh, you know, and you you're doing your best to to yeah. stay in character, but internally you're dying. And uh, and um, the the lighting in that scene also. So so it was a natural lighting that you used for that car scene. Were there any additional lights or? Um, for the car, God, I mean. This was a year ago. Um, there, there, were, um, there was a little added. I'm not going to be able to tell you specifics now at this point. Um, there was a little added for the car. I think just one. I think just one exterior light shining through the back window. But all mm-hmm. day one was natural lighting. That's yeah. But it, for the car, there was just a little, a little extra. We're also in that vicinity. Had I guess practicals mm. around right. that helped light it too but i think there was just one yeah. one addition it was really it was really well done because a lot of times from the you outside can, yeah that lighting is overdone yeah, yeah and, and it's like yeah. you you can see you can see that the scene is trying to be lit as if there is um a street light on them and it, it's like well that's the brightest street light i've ever seen in my life you yeah. know yeah, so yeah. it had this really nice like moody yellowish yeah. kind of tone going as if there was a light nearby but not like spotlit onto their onto their faces and uh um yeah just i yeah. i thought i i think you so did did the actors did they know each other prior to this no they didn't had a um, really good chemistry they i they do i i found them on backstage um i love talking about them because they're can, sure. can you yeah. swear on this if i swear would you yeah they're so fucking good <laughs> yeah. um both of them like so good um and i found them both on backstage and it was a really easy process which was shocking because um i didn't think i would find a cedar and i was kind of nervous about it and then scout Bacchus, who plays cedar came and i i have their audition still Mm -hmm. on my phone 
because I was like so floored. And they were one of the first people I saw on this day and they read with my one of the producers, McKit Collins on it. Um, and I had to see like five people after. And I, I should have just shut it down and like, not wasted people's time. But we're j- I was just, every time somebody else finished, I was like, Scout, right. Scout was so good. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, it's been like an hour. You've seen five people. All right, like let's let's wrap this up if if you've still not talked about anyone else. Yeah. So I booked them on the first immediately. Renee Gagner, who plays Ari, from the first time they read was were perfect. Um, then in their callback, I had, it it was their callback. They read one. They read I think the fairy scene and it was a little off. And I said like one minute thing, and she's like, oh okay, and then she nailed it. And I was like, all right, this is, what are we doing? Let's, let's, let's start the process. So they didn't know each other. They read with each other for the auditions. Um, We would meet, we rehearsed. I wouldn't say it was real rehearsal, but we did a lot of discussions Mm -hmm. um, in Central Park. So they probably were together three times before. But Mm -hmm. the way they are as actors and as people, but mainly as actors, just fit the characters really well. Mm Renee is more experienced in the short film. Uh, she's very, a very confident actor and very strong and commanding and has a really good presence, which is applicable to the dynamic of the relationship. Scout is a little, a very good writer and I think has less experience as a film actor, but a lot of more theater experience. Mm, okay. okay. But I think had some apprehension coming into, into film because of how little they had done before. Um, and it just kind of morphed into okay, one one confident, <laughs> commanding, and take yeah. can take charge. One is you know a l- little more nervous about the situation, and that just applies to mm-hmm. to their dynamic. Um, but both very real and and raw, and really fun to work with both. That's of them. always a great feeling when you yeah yes find your actor, and that's happened to us when we've been when we've been casting, and and it's. Those moments are important to me. I know a lot of people do cast off reels now, um, and that's good and that's fine. Mm. For me, it's whether I, your reel is whether I know whether I want to meet you. That's what I use to determine whether we're going to do this in person. Do you have, you know, do, can I see your range on here? Great. Okay. So, I'm gonna, but we have to do an audition. I, I don't understand how people don't meet another human being that they're going to work with and they just go like, let's just work with this person because we've had people that we thought on camera were great and then you meet them in person and i'm like i have no connection with this person at all or they're drunk or yeah we had somebody show (laughs) up like reeking of alcohol and i was like it is so early in the morning so you either like didn't go go home and just came here or you needed a drink to be able to do this and that also concerns me um but we were so dead set on that actor so that was a real shock we were like that sucks um but we've had that before where we auditioned somebody and i'm like i'm like that's that's the character. That's my partner in the scene and this and that. And and I feel bad almost for the people that follow that audition because yeah. I'm not yeah. completely invested in them. I have to sort of force myself, like, give this person a chance because you're you're like, this is the character. This is, you know, this person that I want to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think it's uh, I I was going to if you were going to say that Scout had not worked as an actor at all. It was going to be like, oh, so she's like a savant or they're a savant then at that point, you yeah. know, because like, uh, you know, no, they, they had such experience in just, it was the the delivery. It was basically the, the delivery. And I don't know if this yeah. is the writing or um, if it's their ability to sort of just go off the cuff or both, which it could be. But um it's a there's a it's a pet peeve of mine when I don't believe dialogue and when characters don't speak the way actual people speak and 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 the the dialogue is yeah. very scripted is the best way I can put it it feels scripted it sounds scripted yeah. and I felt that especially in moments where there was a confusion in emotion and and there was that turmoil that they did a really good job at being able to just you were going through that, going through the the motions with with them. You know that you're you're feeling like I don't know if I necessarily believe uh, what this other character is telling me, or if I just wanted to believe what they're telling me. And you know, uh, can I trust them? You know, and uh, so it was it was it was yeah. a great job on both their parts, though. Yeah, yeah. I 
I feel the same way about writing in that in dialogue in that respect. So I think even sometimes, I mean, a lot of this and a lot of the reason why I was so um, nervous about finding somebody is because of how how much emotion I was asking to be portrayed in silence or or just on on their face. Um, and I I had very specific things in very specific moments that I knew I wanted to be um, in these ways, but I I do know that Scout even in the audition, was able to react to things or uh, deliver things that changed even how I initially perceived them to be mm. for the better. And I think that's probably a testament not only to their acting ability, but their writing ability, because they're a writer. Right. So they, you know, they're looking at, at the dialogue and the words in the story in a particular way that, not some, that somebody that doesn't write mm-hmm. probably couldn't. Right. Um, but they're very, they're also incredibly expressive. And they can show really everything from eyebrows to yeah. nose, um, and they can really work through it. Um, and um, yeah, it's they're both incredibly talented and very good at showing the subtleties that we're asking. And a, a lot of the character of Cedar, in particular, we talked about the emotional path um, of kind of their life, and a lot of it. The story in itself. I mean, I tried to kind of keep it as vague as possible that you're just kind of watching this moment and not give you so much of what they've gone through or the backstory, but you kind of just see them existing in this, in this moment. Uh, but obviously with the characters, we talked about it a little more and a lot of um, the Cedar emotional narrative was abandonment issues. Uh, and when you're, when you don't have, I mean, so much of developing as a person is developing emotional, you know, emotional maturity and learning how to process and deal with your anger or your sadness. And when you, when you don't have a childhood or a functioning family or parental unit to share these things with you, you don't know how to process emotion. So when you're angry, you lash out because you don't know how to internalize it and then vocal, you know, vocalize how you feel. And when you're sad, you, in this instance, shrink and don't know really what to say. And don't know how to express it or communicate it or talk through it. And Scout does a really good job as Cedar of touching all those notes. I've never kind of, there's not like a fluidity to, to emotion. When Ari leaves, mm-hmm. they, they panic and they, they lash out very aggressively at, at them. And then when the confront, they don't get that confrontation, the emotion doesn't disappear, but it's, it's settles. And then they finally get the confrontation they want, but they react differently now because they, the processing of the emotion is, a million different ways as opposed to just an art yeah. of how a lot of narrative stories are. Did you, uh, did you, in, yeah. was and this always intended yeah. to be a short or did you think, yeah. like, would you make yeah. this a feature because or you, I, would you be interested in doing that? Because we're very like, once we finish something, I'm like, I'm done with this and I want to move on to something else. But I, I always wonder. Uh, I w- <laughs> yeah, I was, I probably wouldn't make this a feature. I maybe something like this a feature. Um, but I always intended to be a short because in my mind, that was the only thing I could do. Like, all right, well, you got to make it. So it's a short because that's mm-hmm. what I can afford. And that's what we can do. Um, I haven't given the future element of that. I kind of want to explore this world a little bit more with different characters too, kind of in that and see see what what comes from that. So if I, if I did a, another short that was similar to this or another story that was similar to this, I would probably change the characters and see if I can create a different story in the same yeah. world of it. Yeah. I mean, um, we, we definitely look forward to seeing that because um, you're only going to get better because it's like your, your first film. First, I mean, that's... it's got to be, we always deal with this too. Like, you know, you had mentioned before how you made the, the film like a year ago and, and, you know, um, submitting to festivals and stuff. How was that? What was that process? Like, you know, you, you have COVID and mm-hmm. they're going virtual and uh, that yeah. sort of thing. So how was that? submission process for you well we're in the run of it now so we played Peekskill. we played another one in wisconsin we're playing at um chain nyc in midtown manhattan um on the 10th so next week um i just kind of went everything online um through film freeway um i don't know anything about these festivals i mean i only know of like these massive ones that i'm not going to apply to so I'm kind of, the process has really been just looking at pictures and, <laughs> and then I'll, apply. I like that logo. Um, and, and 
Yeah, and cheaply. Like a big draw of Peekskill, which I've never heard of the town or the, unfortunately, the festival. Um, they have a beautiful theater. So I was like, oh, I want, I hope my movie mm-hmm. can play there. And then I submit it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so we've, we're, we applied to a lot um, because I wanted the experience of, I didn't, okay. It, I mean, I applied to a lot because I really wanted it to get into mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. and, um, and participate in the film festival thing. And luckily we, we've got into a lot so far. Um, so we're playing around the country um, a, a lot starting and we're in a few in September. We're going to be playing in Tallahassee Film Festival um, to start September. We're in Knoxville's Film Festival. Um, there's a few other ones coming up like Sioux City International. Um, but the process has really been submitting hope, I guess. I mean, there hasn't been like um, everything's in person now. Back or yeah. this run, right. this festival season, everything's in person and I haven't. Um, and it's it's nice. I mean, I I'm not going to be traveling around the country mm-hmm. play, to go every which way where my festival or my film plays. Um, I wish I could because like this last festival we played at, uh, it's called Red Red Cedar. And like, here's an example. I only applied to that because it had the same name as a character of mine. Um, that's that's <laughs> the intellectual decision making. I'm you know, um, but I didn't go to that, and there wasn't much engagement. Um, so my movie just kind of played mm-hmm. and then it disappeared and I don't know the reception. I don't know really anything that happened. Right. So it's kind of pointless in some regards to play at a festival that you can't participate in, but it is also kind of nice. Cause I was sitting there at, you know, 8 PM on a Thursday and I was like, Oh, my movie's playing in front of people right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's it's, I think nice. it's always nice to have that, um, to see the reactions and be able to read a room and, and is, is what, is the 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 tone that I was intending for this is that is that being portrayed properly on screen to this audience? Are they responding yeah, when they're supposed yeah. to respond or or not? Or um, uh, we have a a love. It really freaks me out. Though. It yeah, does. Yeah, it's yeah. A, well. I mean, it's 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 why I uh, I've written a few comedies and those are the worst to sit through because I'm like, if I don't get a chuckle, at least a slight giggle. I mean, I'm just gonna want to hide for for yeah. a while and. We've locked out, you know, but it's why I'm like, I don't want to push the envelope really. Like, I don't want to keep writing comedies because it's so stressful yeah. um, to, to in post to, to have to deal with the responses to that. And but we have like a, a love, comedy, love, hate, hate relationship with film festivals. We've been doing this for 15 years and um, we've realized mm. for us, at least, that a lot of it is just it's like a laurel collection, right? Like just collect as many laurels as, as you can, because that looks great yeah. on a poster. But, um, well, you to know, be I'm not fair, gonna, like, we, we don't we never went to a lot of them, right? Because of finances and they, they well, were like you were saying. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it's like, do I how do you, you you would have to be able to to um, budget to be going across country. Um, and then that's the thing. It's like, do I really mm. want to fly into Nevada? for like a thursday at 4 p.m showing like is this really like where we want to spend our money because right. we could have submitted to so many places or put that towards the next film and yeah. we try to kinda... be much more um yeah uh, uh we try to be as smart as possible with what where we're submitting to can we go there um you know what's the reception like there um because now because we're, we're always we're yeah. horrible at uh marketing right and so the idea of the film fest should be to go to the film fest Watch your film with people. See how the re- re- reception is. Meet other filmmakers, you know, and you know, start, you know, you know, and, and, and networking and all that fun stuff. But we were always so horrible at it, and um, so now we're trying to kind of pay a little bit more attention to that aspect of it because um, no, you're you can make all the films you want, but if you're not out there, like you got to put your business hat on, right, and and go and talk about it and and spread the word and stuff and. That's always the trickiest part. Most yeah. artists struggle with that that aspect of it all. Yeah, I a lot. I mean, we applied around the country, but um, the bulk of them were in the Northeast region, just trying, thinking of things like, or maybe I can affordably rent a car and get here, you know, or or a lot of them in New York. Um, but it is that I think the networking aspect of meeting other filmmakers right now, for me at least, is the most important thing because I want to make things, I want to produce people's projects and and that's where i'm going to meet people um 
that are, you know, like-minded people. And, and, but then it's also hard of, all right, do I have to watch 25 hours of <laughs> yeah. film to find one that like find the people that I like, and then I have to find them and talk to them. And yeah, I'm, I was at a meet and greet um, for the chain festival and I'm not, I was alone and there were people and I'm have my social anxiety going. I didn't talk to anyone for 45 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just sitting there. I'm like, you're here to network. Like, all right. Yeah. And I finally talked to someone. Well, it was ironic and, because um, we, but it like, is, a, it, um, we, uh, sorry, there's, there's a lag with audio sometimes. So I'm sorry if I cut you off. I, I literally can't hear sometimes. That's okay. Um, there was like a, he's terrible <laughs> with networking worse than I am. And so they were done with, with the, you know, the introduction for everybody. There were two films that we liked and yours was one of them. And the other directors were the closest to where I was sitting. So I went for them and then he went like to our friend that was mm. in the film. And I'm like, wait, where's the other director? <laughs> like, and by the time I was done with them, I was like, where'd the other director go? I was like, oh, crap. So I had the to, other like, one was ironically a, a documentary. Yeah, there was a documentary. Mm. I had to run. I was like, okay, wait. I have to find the, and then I yeah. wound up talking to the, you know, the people that were running the fest and, um, and then I, we went through the schedule and I'm like, I got your name and I was like, okay, that was the other film. Um, but you know, with, yeah, there's just like, yeah, we're here to network and we kind of just like fold into ourselves for a while and yeah. who it's, knows it's, who, who leaves at that point. Yeah. We're like, shit. <laughs> yeah. It's a tricky gambit because, you know, like you said before, it's, you know, you made the film so long ago in the, you know, in the, in the world of, you know, everything's moving so fast. So like three months is old, but, um, you know, festivals, I really wish the turnaround was much, much faster. You know, you make a film and then you submit it and then you're not mm. showing it to your first festival for like a year. Yeah. And for us, we're like, we hate this film. Yeah. We're on to the next day. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's kind of tricky to, to, to keep that enthusiasm yeah. up, uh, for the, for that, that long of, of a time, a period of time, especially if you're, you know, committed to something else that you're working on, which we usually are. And By so then, yeah, you're. I really wish the turnaround was much faster, and I feel like that would you could you could then you know keep up the momentum of what you've just created. You know, um, it would be a lot easier. Yeah, it is. It is difficult. Um, it is nice, I will say, because I mean, it's. I think filmmaking in general is very lonely, um, and luckily you have each other. But if yeah, if. You, I'm just kind of like making my, I made my thing and everything else is kind of just on your own because people move on to other mm -hmm. projects. They didn't, you know, or you hired them for the three days and that was it. And they, you know, and that's, they don't care about it anymore because they have another job coming up and you're kind of just sitting there like, why did I do that? <laughs> why did I just make this? And then a year later, you, you get to talk about it, luckily enough. And I think you can tell that I haven't talked about it probably enough because I feel like I have a lot of thoughts to, to talk about and haven't had the, the place to do it. Um, so this is really nice to be able to. Yeah, it's it's sure. a it's a very weird it's a very weird feeling. We've had that many times and because we wear so many hats ourselves, even if the crew were to come to the fest, it wouldn't be many people. It never is. It's usually mostly us. And so maybe an actor mm. shows up, maybe, but most yeah. of the time they don't. And so we had once where they were like, all right, we're going to bring all the filmmakers on stage. And the film, the feature that played for that slot yeah, had yeah. like 15 people on stage with them. And it was just him and I. And they were like, oh, do, where are your actors? We're like, nope, yeah. just uh, I'm one of the actors. So I guess that counts, right? <laughs> like, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> we're both here. Uh, I, yeah. I have nobody else from the caster crew here. I don't I, I don't yeah. know. And th these people are like, 15 people on stage and they had people fly in from California. And I was like, Jesus Christ, the hell does that feel like? <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't even get my actors yeah. from the movie to come and watch this movie in this vest. And you yeah. got people to fly in for it. Like, great. <laughs> yeah. Luckily being in Midtown, um, which everyone's New York based, um, New York city based, I should say, or Brooklyn based. But um, I know a few people come next week, even though Renee who plays Ari just, um, actually i probably shouldn't say it. she got covid so she can't oh, be there sucks. um but you can erase you can erase that part um so scout will come to the festival i know that for sure uh this next week and it's gonna be really nice um for them to see it projected and not like on a laptop but i know they don't like watching themselves <laughs> yeah so <laughs> it's probably just gonna be uh terrible for everyone involved except for hopefully the strangers that watch right right yeah yeah 
I think that's a, it's super important, and I can't stress stress this enough for actors. And I get that you know we get a project, we move on from it. We've probably hopefully done several things by the time that hits the 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 festival circuit. Um, but I personally, when I go to film fests, everyone this is the the huge misconception. Everybody thinks that they're gonna put their film in a film fest. And that there's going to be a hundred producers with bags of money <laughs> yeah. just waiting to find you, yeah. and they're going to be like, "We love you." You're here's, the one, kid. Here's a hundred thousand dollars for yeah. another film, and it, that that's just not what happens. And I'm sure in rare circumstances it does in higher up. Yeah. You know, it, it happens in higher up film yeah. festivals because they have connections. Hands but yeah. where we are, it's more about networking. You're going to this film fest to show your work and network. And I absolutely would love. If I am watching a film and I like the actors, I would love if they were there so that I can hand them my card and say, I'd like to work with you. Yeah. You know, so I think I realize that as an actor, we move on. But I think it's also really important in networking yourself as an actor to go to these things, um, because I would certainly make note if the actor is there, I would make note of them, there, you know, to go talk to them and say, hey, do you either want to be on the show or do you have a reel or something that I can, you know, pin for when we're doing auditions? I mean, yeah. And it shows that yeah. as an actor that you are committed to a project even after it's done, mm -hmm. which a lot of other filmmakers, you know, definitely It's enjoy. tough because scheduling is, you know, it's it's yeah, not it's always yeah. easy, but um, I, I just love those those circumstances where the actors do show up and you're like, oh, okay, this is... And then you get to see their yeah. actual personality and you're like, wow, it's so different. And yeah. they were doing their job. You know, I believed that they were this way and this is how they are. Their voice is completely different. Or You're not moody at all. That's you're not crazy. moody at all. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, you know, similarly to f filmmakers, depending on location, it's just a really tall ask to get people part, you know, to go and participate. Um, so luckily, I mean, that was a big excitement about being able to play, um, for the first time in New York city was getting people from the film to come. Um, cause I, I don't think I would invite them to anything outside of the city. Because I know I can't, like, you know, there's pro I'm probably right. not going to yeah, even yeah. be able to afford to go to these ones that are not in New York that um, asking them to, or, you know, I know they won't. But um, that's why I mainly, you know, I applied to a bunch in, in and around New York um, with the hopes of participating and for my sake of meeting people like you and, and other filmmakers in the area. Yeah. What is, um, what is your, as we close up, what is your next step? What is your plan? Do you, I mean, I know you have to kind of ride this wave for a while. Are you, do you want to make more films? Yeah. Was this experience like, you know what, I, I need a break or do you want to really go into it? Um, no, I, I, I definitely, so, I mean, I'll be, I know the next few months I'll dedicate like this mm -hmm. playing in different festivals and dedicated to this. Um, I do want to, I would definitely direct again. Um, it's not the directing part, it's the writing part that mm -hmm. would hold me up um, in coming up and really putting down to write something, you know, sitting down to write something. And because I have a few ideas, but I, it takes me a very long time to, to flesh things out. Like I waited years, before, I went years without writing a script until I wrote this thing. Um, and I do production work. I do, I want to produce more things. Um, that's a big, I, I have really found that I like the producing element and I work, I am starting in film production in my day-to-day -day job and I do casting stuff as well. Um, but I, I, I will do another short film eventually. Financing yeah. is the Always, biggest yeah. thing. Um, and writing, financing and writing. Um, but I'm hoping to produce more films, short films too, of filmmakers around me and of, you know, that like mm -hmm. the same shit that I do and have a similar style and try to find that group um, where we can produce work, um, pr produce each other's work and, and kind of continue in that vein. Oh, that sounds awesome. I mean, I, I think I'd like to see you write more. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I think, would, yeah. I think it's great that I think it's Thanks. great that you're producing. You have to do what you're passionate about, but um, I think you, I think you, you definitely have a talent for writing and, and uh and I would love to see something else that that you wrote, whether you directed it or not. I think that um, there is a, there's a massive shortage of creative writing. And uh, and and I think that that you did a great mm -hmm. job with this film. And 
Um, hopefully you'll do something else. But um, if you don't, hopefully you'll love whatever it is you are doing. But uh, if you want to produce, just go to our website. It's yeah. fine. No <laughs> if you want to produce fine. our next movie, then we're not going to stop you. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I just. Yeah. I want to do all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I want to write. I want to. I think you can. Well, I shouldn't say write. I want to direct. I want to produce. Um, I appreciate yeah. it. No, it's very. I mean, we. Everyone needs that validation, even if I always say I don't. But I. Oh, it's always. It's really nice to have. So I really appreciate but that. But no matter what, I mean, I feel like having that this experience, even if you were to produce something, having the experience of writing and and directing a film, Only it just. Helps. Yeah, it just helps arm you with the ability to be a better producer, and you know. Being a, a producer could help Definitely. you as a, you know, so all that stuff just kind of helps with whatever one thing you're doing at a time. Yeah. Yeah. It does. You're totally right about that. Um, and I think the, the financial investment part that goes into making a movie, um, and I, I think that broad, that broadness that you just touched on is how I could get it through my mind about, yeah, direct that. Because if you put some money and fundraise some money to write and direct the short film, even if it's not going to, take you as a director or a writer, but you want to produce, that's producing. You know, mm. you being able to make something small from the ground up, wearing different hats, collaborating with a bunch of different people can help you in any degree, in any field, mm. in any variation of the film industry as well. Yeah. So you're totally right. Well, thank yeah. you so much for being on the show. And uh, if you do something else or produce something else, we'd love to talk to you again. Yeah. I really appreciate the invitation and I'm definitely willing, happy to, happy to have awesome. been here. So thank, thank you. Both. you. So that was Alexander, director of By Way of Water. Yep. Um, and uh, so we chat. We will chat with our guests a little bit afterwards. And we had a long chat with him and, and we love him. So mm -hmm. there's just that. We have a lot. We think we think the same as yeah. filmmakers. He's which a is, solid dude. And, and cool. uh, I definitely look forward to seeing what what he creates next. And should serve as a lesson to you know like dropping at a film fest because we would have never i mean maybe we would have met him at some right. point but like we would have never known mm -hmm. who he was and like what's the thing you know it goes to you know i hope we keep in touch with him and and i'd like to watch you know i'm, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing his journey as a writer maker and writer <laughs> and Alex. um and uh producer and stuff and so yeah i mean that connection was made at a film festival so there is still some value in those so yeah uh, luckily, you were to... there to talk to them because I would have, you know, just hid in a corner. Well, I, I had to afterwards because I had talked yeah. to the other uh, filmmaker, and you, you hid in a one. corner, so I you were hitting, hiding in a corner, so I couldn't be well, like, I "Go get to the talk, other guy." Petra was there. I wanted to talk to her. And said, <laughs> Hi. Um. Yeah, we're kind of the worst with that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's it. Shout outs. Mograph. Mograph. Anything else going on? I don't know. Things going on. I don't know what's going on anymore. Yeah, stuff is so. going on we'll, we'll figure it out as we go and you can join us on yeah. on the journey and we'll have more guests and we'll watch more things and uh you know thanks for joining us thank you and go check out his work we'll have all the linkage and stuff but yes. uh, do right. support your independent filmmakers guy. Bye. Bye. Bye.